Oh, yes, alright. Da da di da da. Come on, come on, come on. Da 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 di da da. Yeah. Right, we have this on tape. <laughs> I, I pissed busted. my pants. Busted Look at all I did. A, I did. A, what's his name? A Sean. Sean Lau pissed his pants. He did a Sean Lau. Sean Lau pissed his pants. You always need to pee more when you get close to a toilet. You're like, oh, I've never I'm needed close. to pee more than I've ever had to. Have you ever? No, I'm not, let's just keep going. Hey, hey, it's the Asian Action Cast of your host, Sam. That's my hype man. Thanks, hype guys. It's Sam. This is the Asian action cast that you're listening to. Thanks, guys. Why have you got that shit in green? Because I never had a hype guy before. You're scary. It's like, uh, you know, Mike Tyson used to pay a guy money just to yell out guerrilla warfare. Yes. Before any of his press uh, conferences. What do you want us to yell out? Uh, That was pretty good. Hey, hey! Hey! <laughs> Thanks, Krusty. Oh, Krusty, yes. <laughs> yes, this is the Asian Action Cast, and I'm surrounded by beautiful people. Hello, Chris. How you doing? Rachel! Hello. Scott. Hello. And Nathan. Hi. <laughs> Mike was here. He had to go for an emergency, so... Uh, fuck hope, that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but let's hope the emergency is, uh, is okay. Well, he, he thought the movie was over when both people got shot. <laughs> Oh, like, that's why he left. <laughs> he was like, oh, that was it, right? It was, it was, yeah, some of the best times. So, what do we do on this podcast? Oh, okay. I thought you know by now. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we do? We watch an, a movie. It's Asian action movies that we watch. Uh, the rule is that they have to be Asian produced and it has to be action. Well, we want it to be action. Sometimes we fuck up. Sometimes, Sometimes some might say the best and worst of Hong Kong Asian action cinema. That's right. And we watch it, then we mull it over in our minds, and then we come up with an opinion on it. We talk about it. Yeah. And we pe- think about it. Yeah. We dwell on it. In other People words, we listen. gave all our best material while we're watching the movie now. We're just struggling yeah, to make some. I can't remember the jokes. We think, we think about how smelly the bodies are. Yes. Uh, actually spawned out of the fact that we watched Asian action films growing up. Yeah. All of us did um, on VHS and Laserdisc and whatever other VCD, VCD, VCD. <laughs> uh, because they they are actually like a uh, increasingly rare commodity uh, as we know them. There are Asian action films, but the way that we used to watch it from Hong Kong, they are uh, reducing in numbers. So we pick a new movie every other week or so, and uh, hopefully, if you've listened to if you listen to us and you've watched it at home, you can join in and remember some of the great moments that you've enjoyed. In your prepubescent lives. I think going through some of these old movies like uh, My Lucky Stars, it, your memory kind of goes, oh, that's, <laughs> whoa, that wasn't as good as I remembered it to be. <laughs> you couldn't get away with that today. I tell you that. It's a, just a, a, a Australian homage to Des Mangan and the cult cinemas of SBS. Yes, very much so. Yeah. We're, we're all of his love ch- children. <laughs> 
Des, why don't you pay any child support? I'm the love child of Jumbo Video. <laughs> Jumbo Video. Cosmo Video doesn't exist anymore, but Cosmo, thank you very much. Believe it or not, there's still a blockbuster in Canada. No, sorry, in Alaska. Really? The last there was one around here for a while near the KFC. Yeah, yeah okay. that, was, that was one of the last ones. Like one of the last three or four. But we're getting really off topic right now. Yes, we could wax nostalgic about VHS tapes. And rewinding them after before taking them home and ten dollar ten movies for ten dollars. Oh, such good times! But the movie that we saw tonight, Rachel, your choice. Explain. Yes. Uh, I think I've been watching all the Sean Lau slash Lao Ching one movies lately, because I think I had some questionnaire where it said uh, list the best for, uh, what you, what are your favorite four movies. So I started thinking about Big Bullet, which we watched earlier. But if, although that's not in my top four, then I started thinking, have I watched Full Alert? Because that's around that same time, which is another Sean Lau movie. And then I came across A Hero Never Dies, and I thought it sounded perfect. So this is actually <laughs> a, a spin-off. And uh, Sean Lau kind of train rather than a Johnny Toe train? Yeah, for me. Okay. Because I think, when I think 1997, I think Sean Lau. Okay. Height of his I think, career. I think, I think when I think reunification of China, I think Sean Lau. You think, oh, Sean Lau. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Not really. Not really, but that, that's this come out, his peak. It says this came out in 1998, so I don't know, maybe it was a month here, a month there. Who knows? What's, what's the movie? It's... This movie, yes. a hero, a hero never dies. A hero never dies, aka Chan Sam Ying Hung, which translates <laughs> nice directly try. as true heart hero. Oof. True heart, like this has got uh, Sean Lau and what's that guy's name? Uh, Leon Lai. Leon Lai, one of the four kings. Neither of them are heroes in this film. Antiheroes. Antiheroes. Hey, I'm going to go out on a limb and say both of their uh, partners were heroes. Selfless heroes. They're putting up with their shit. Yeah, man. Far and like out. getting them out of their bad situations. Sean uh, hmm. Sure, so um, I don't know. For people who are new to the Asian action cast, I am not the biggest fan of Sean Lau. Um, <laughs> ever since you watched this movie? <laughs> uh, ever since I watched Fong Sayok 2 and fell in love with Amy Kwok. And then I found out that Sean Lau married Amy Kwok. <laughs> and he is very undeserving of Amy Kwok. But what Sam's trying to say is if we went in a COVID era... He might be on a flight right now to Hong Kong with some brass knuckles looking for some, uh, some payback. I don't know. I was like, Amy Kwok doesn't have, lives a comfortable life now because of... Sean Amy Kwok Lau. would have lived a comfortable life regardless. She was always going to land on her feet. But Amy Kwok deserves to have a happy life, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Kwok deserves to know what we'd like to think of this movie in 10 words or less. <laughs> is- I, before we go into that, can I just ask Rachel, do you, do you like... Do you like him? Is he like like as a mid nineties heartthrob, or no. is it, or is it? Do you think he's a good <laughs> Look actor? Look at his face. Is, yeah, I think he's a good actor. I think he personifies this this time in Hong Kong cinema, where there's that kind of like I'm in limbo and I don't know what I'm doing, and also got a lot of you know tension happening. Okay, uh, so and I think he's also he's also in so many like his position as the hero in so many movies during this time, and this is sort of like an anti-hero. He's oh, like different. It's anti-hero kind of. He's a rebellious. Cowboy. Yeah. He's rebellious, but he's also like a, a like a grizzled, time-hardened. Like you know, he represents. What what does he represent? I don't know. He's a he's a ridiculous cowboy. He's a flamboyant cowboy man. Okay, so he's Hong Kong, and he doesn't want to go back to China. Is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's a metaphor here. <laughs> no. He's uh, cowboy he, boots and kick the door open. He, his look is, is what 
because um, they're, they're supposed to be... It's supposed to be Chinese triads um, that they represent, but I think they're more leaning towards Yakuza because bosses of Yakuza wear all that landish shit. So maybe that's what they were leaning towards with his image, tr- trying to be like the, you know, stand out. Because he wears like a big, what, what are they called? Like 10-gallon hats, like a big cowboy hat, snakeskin boots. That's what? Leon Lai. I thought that was Sean No, Lai. Sean Lau is yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay. Are we talking yeah. about Leon Lai? Yeah, get no, me. Oh, sorry. Not yet. No. And, and uh, Sean Lau's wearing white pants, which apparently is a sign of confidence. That you're know? not going to piss them? Yeah. <laughs> or like get your period. That's just foreshadowing for the later jokes. <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah, he wears leather pants later on. And he has this terrible, like, what would you call it? It's a mustache that you shave the top half of your mustache off. I don't pencil know. Mustache. Yeah, but yeah, pencil mustache. Pencil mustache. Is he wearing some bad, like, sideburns for some of it? Yeah, I don't know if they're real. Yeah, they I, that's why I'm saying he was wearing them rather yeah. than, you know, had them. Um, Low wave hair, you know. It's just a typical or, awesome hair. And yeah. so, so are we going to describe this movie in ten words? Oh, or less? Sorry, uh, before we do that, like we alluded to, it, this is a Johnny Toe film. We've watched one of his films before on the podcast, and we've seen a couple. I've seen a couple in the last year or so, but um, yeah, you probably had to sit through a few. It sounds like. slick and stylish uh, is the word I'd use. Like different, he, he makes different films. Different. As I said during the during watching this movie, it reminded me a lot of those random karaoke videos you get when you go to karaoke rooms. <laughs> a lot of the time, there's a lot of shots of like power lines and like just... Sunsets. Grass. Sunsets and grass. and People holding hands. Well, there's only two lights you can have in this, either blue or red. Yeah. Yeah. Or purple, maybe. There was some, yeah, there's a combination. Mm. Yeah. Panning shots of Kings Park, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. yes. So as you said, Nathan, before we... Deep dive into the movie. We're going to go and do a, a, a pitch, I guess. A, yeah, a ten movie words pitch. or less. Ex- ten well, words or less. Describe the movie. A, a sentence or two. Yeah. Starting with you, Nathan. Yeah, yo, you just put some uh, chips in, in your in mouth. In Michael's absence, Michael would like to say that his suggest uh, descriptor was a pissing contest. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I will probably say this is toxic masculinity. The movie. <laughs> I was going to go more with homoerotic. Homoerotic? Especially at the beginning. Yeah, very, They, they very. were meeting. They were meeting <laughs> the car crash. Uh, oh, I see. They were docking. Yeah, they were together. definitely docking. Something like that. Yeah. I have mine out. You have yours out. If we walk together, what happens, happens. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Huh. Mm. Uh-huh. We are docking. Keep going. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I'm going to jump in here and um, completely ignore all that and go... Chow Young Fat presents Asian Weekend at Bernie's. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was just going to say, uh, Johnny Toe watches a Quentin Tarantino film who watches a Johnny Toe film and films the demo reel. <laughs> uh, that's very apt. What was the name of the song that plays the whole time? Sukiyaki. Yeah, Sukiyaki. I'm just, bad versions of Sukiyaki. That's what this movie is. Bad versions <laughs> of Sukiyaki, the movie. Yeah, you can never of, get it In right. a karaoke booth. Lots of rearrangements of Sukiyaki. <laughs> I don't have much trivia for this. I don't know if you've got some trivia. I got, a, I got a little bit of trivia, not necessarily for this film, but um, just things that I've picked up. So, uh, I had a look at... Uh, I should say, my history with Sean Lau is that I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him almost as much as I don't like Donnie Yen. Really? You've never mentioned either of that before. <laughs> so, we were saying Donnie Yen's a 10 on the, the rage meter. And Donnie Yen's Sean a 10. Sean Lau's about what? A 7? A 7 or an 8. And for some reason, I find myself liking him... Despite myself, because I actually found Leon Lai to be more objectionable. 
Leon Lai. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking terrible. He's got all of the range of like a, a pea shooter. He's just, you know, like his look is one look. He looks either constipated or like nonchalant. Or maybe he's just... He's ice cold, man. He's just cold. Actually, ironically, it's what Sean, Sean's look is in every other movie he's done except for this one. Well, no, this he's one, got a bit of rage to him. Yeah, a, a, yeah, like a, a seething under, underbelly kind of rage that just sits beneath, like beneath everything that he does. When Sean looks at you, he's like, I am seething with anger right now. I, I don't have much of a range, but I can do anger. Yeah. Whereas, like every time he was on screen, like just say both of these two dudes were on screen, you're, lo- you're looking at Lau. Yeah, because he's got the face. He's got that. Maybe it's the character actor face. You know, he's got that. I've been punched a couple of times. You know, maybe that's the the, the style they're going for. Like this guy's flamboyant. and This guy's a bit plain. Maybe yeah. Contrast. Leon Lai. That guy was a fucking charisma vacuum. It just sucked. So you, you were know? saying Sean had more range. Sean had definitely more range. It might have been his hat. <laughs> he was doing yeah. a lot of hat acting. Yeah. I, I reckon. I reckon realistically, Sean gets his his anger and his rage, and he's in his head. He's thinking, "I read Sam's emails to my wife." Like, <laughs> Amy quite called me. I have to say, I was one of probably like one of those Thai fan girls who were like going around with um, following ice, ice carrying Leon Lai. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he had. That, he had that's a, me yeah. as that's a you. 11, 12 year old. I'm so, surprised that he had no bullet holes in him. Mm. The trivia is that Leon Lai was a singer before he was an actor and not a martial artist. Did you were you aware of him before he did? Was he acting? a heartthrob? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you you actually were aware and you were mm-hmm. fangirling over him. Uh, an exercise book with all the magazine cuttings from when he was a pop star. Yeah. And so was like, it was it exciting when he moved into film? You were like, now I can see his range. Now I can, now I can go to the cinema and watch it, watch his movies. All right. I think I went to the local Chinese cinema that back then to watch some sh- shit movie. I don't Just because he was in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Leon That's what Lai. you do when you like idols. That's Leon right. You just, you just just buy anything just that they bring out. out money, yep. Just pay for it all. All yeah. right. I had a, a brief look at the films around in 1998 at the time, and I believe there was two that three that came to mind. So there's for context, 1998. There was Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Lethal Weapon Four. Yeah. And Three Ninjas Strikes Back, the one with Hulk Hogan in it. Yeah. And those were all notable. <laughs> That's the films. three that popped out of 1998. That's so funny. Do you know what the number one film was in 98? Was it Saving Private Ryan? No, it wasn't. That was number three. Really? Yeah, 190 million. Two. Uh, <laughs> Armageddon. Ooh. Um, <laughs> right number, number one was Titanic. Oh, yeah. That thing was a behemoth. Titanic. Known martial arts film Titanic. Uh, yeah, that's right. Asian action <laughs> film Titanic with, uh, with James Cameron. With, actually, with Billy Zane running around, kung fu kicking everybody. <laughs> was there actually an Asian on Titanic? Uh, probably one or two. Yeah, probably. In real life, there was. Just <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, not in the film, I don't remember. No, in Whitewashing. The yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were killed by the crushing racism they experienced <laughs> in the show. But in Hong Kong, films that came out was Jet Li Contract Killer. Or Not a good film. Hitman, as some might know. Rush Hour came out for context. Rush Hour came out Oof. in 98 as well. The first one? Uh, yes. Be. Yeah, the first one with Jackie Chan, who also did Who Am I? Uh, not a lot came out in Hong Kong, what? actually. Storm Riders. I'm just... I'm just Eakin Cheng, Storm Riders. Yeah, Beast Cops. 
I think we should watch Beast Cops sometime. Beast, Beast Cops really? sounds like it might be fun. Is it is it cops who can talk to beasts or are they anthropomorphic animals I that think, are cops? I, think, I, I must know. You are they think too much. Are they beasts that are cops or cops that are beasts? <laughs> are they copying a beast? <laughs> Anthony Wong and Michael Wong. Oh, Whoa. there you go. And I love a bit of Anthony Wong. I'll watch Anthony related, in anything. Yeah. I was, for a brief moment, I thought Anthony Wong was going to be one of like the bad guys in this movie. Like like one of the offsiders, I was like, "Come on, Anthony." That would have been amazing. <laughs> but nope. Isn't it funny? Every movie we watch, there's like a just a hidden desire to see Anthony Wong pop up <laughs> out of a toilet or something, saying, "Hello, boys." <laughs> Hello. He was the best thing about Initial D. Is that Anthony Wong was in it, and he was very good in Big Bullet. Like yeah. those two movies have made me think Anthony Wong should just be in all of these films, <laughs> and I expect him now. He should have been in this one. Yes, he should have <laughs> he been in this a one. Ton of movies. But yeah. Yes. All right, my other trivia, and I might be stepping on Sam's toes here. Uh, they made about six million three hundred sixty thousand one hundred sixty-five Hong Kong dollars, which I don't know. Buy you a new car. It's, it's, it's not exactly a small amount of money. We make jokes about Yun Bu and calling him Yun Abs and Yun Bun. The actor Yun Bun is in this movie. The actor. The reason why we call him Yun Bun is like Bao is obviously like a, a bun, yeah. Chasu Bao. And uh, we thought Yoon Bun. We'll call it. But then there's an actor called Yoon Bun, which I found. And he was he the. He plays a fairly significant part in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He no looks one like puts a, a sign in a window like that, man. Uh, he, he's got a good. Uh, he's pretty stoic. He's, the, whole he's the bartender. He's the bartender who knows too much. He's the bartender to the stars. He looks also, like Also, uh, there's a character actor in this movie called Lam Sweat. And I was just like, I don't really know much of his stuff. And I clicked on his uh, profile. He's done like 260 films. So I'm sure they're not all leading roles, obviously, but that's a fair chunk of movies. So I wonder if he's like the most films of the Asian action cast. Like he's done the most. Do you know what would be a good question to find out? Because uh, what was his name? Lam Suet? Yep. Yeah. He's got a terrible mustache. I'd love to know whose mustache got more airtime out of all the <laughs> Hong Kong actors. Oh, uh, it's got to be Stanley Fung. Stan- Stanley Fung. He's got a terrible mustache. You are correct. Um, <laughs> oh, Richard. <laughs> yes. Should we should we go ahead with this film? Uh, also, yes. Uh, oh, sorry. Also, sorry. Uh, Yo Yo Mung is the one of the lead females, and uh, is it Fiona Liu? Yeah, there's the two uh, female leads. Oh, trivia! Yo Yo Mung is married to Egan Chang. Egan Chang. I'll say some other trivia. Egan Chang's movie, other movie for 1998, Young and Dangerous Five, took 12 million. At wow! The Doubled box it. Office. Doubled Damn. the box Number office. Five. Yeah, Young and Dangerous series. Damn. You know why though? Why? Jordan. <laughs> not not Ekin. No, not not Ekin. Ekin's good looking, but Jordan's got that acting range. So this movie, like, to start with, it's kind of tricky. <laughs> but the longer you watch it, the more it makes sense. The more it makes sense, I guess you just give in. Is you it really meant just to make sense. Like, it's just, like, it's very simple. Like, for, for me, the, the intro, like the first ten minutes, is very dark and what the fuck's going on, and I'm not sure, and then. Sort of, it gets in this weird groove of what the fuck is going on, and it's actually a very, very easy movie to give you a plot summation on. Do you want do me it. just to do it yeah, very do it, quickly? Nathan. Just do it. There's two gangs. They're both led by some skeevy fucks. There's two main like offsiders. They're our leads. These two gangs are in a fight. They keep killing each other, but no one's getting the upper hand. At some point, there's a real big showdown, and both of our leads get seriously injured. Our General, our main guys, our leaders of these gangs are then told, hey, cut this shit out. I'll buy a ch- Thai general, by the, other, by, by the way. Cut this shit out. Go back to what you're doing. Be partners. So they become partners and don't care about their, like, 
They're leading. The- they're leading killers anymore, and they're both very seriously injured. One is now in a wheelchair, and the other one's been shot up, but has no injuries whatsoever on their body. They're nursed to health. Well, one of them's nursed back to health by their girlfriend, and the other one is saved by their girlfriend, and is hit- and the girlfriend is hideously deformed. Then they get their revenge. The end. And everybody dies. Because the hero never dies. Yes. These guys are not heroes. I, I, I miss Michael's one. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the plot, right? I, that, I'm not that, missing that, anything. That was, that was that a good was, description. pretty good for Nathan. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just going to go with what Sam said. After 10 minutes, you just give in. It's literally you just give in. Like yeah. normally, I, I feel like, oh, I think you're being a bit short-sighted. I think you kind of nailed it. Yeah, it's, I'm completely right. That's what happens in this film. That is exactly what happens in Let the me film. Let me get bits to it. Like that motherfucker's sliding around in his fucking stumps for like 20 minutes. I just thought this film was like, you had to have watched something before to get perspective on it. It seemed like a sequel to something or a... It seems like you're lumped in the middle of it. Yeah, like, you know, like the you, these characters were in a movie before it and this is like a, not a sequel but a, another movie I was, starring them. I was actually expecting... I, I thought the... Because they get shot up very early on, right? Thanks for uh, finishing your, your food on here. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, they get shot about 40 minutes into the movie just as Michael left the room. And I actually thought what they were going to do there is actually have them die and then do the next like a flashback, 20 minutes as a flashback. But they don't fucking bother. We don't, we don't know why these people are friends. Well, we Johnny Toe knew you were going to say that. So he said, I'm going to subvert your expectations and just do a normal he already film. Told you, he already told you they never die. Mm. Heroes right. never and die. And then after that, you kind of learn to expect that. I mean, you can get shot 10,000 times, but you won't be dead yet. Yeah. That's the thing. Is shit. One of the things that shits me about this film is people get shot and they don't a react a lot in the chest, in the stomach, and they just shrug it off, man. Like the only guy who really acted was that was one of those bad guys, the fatter bad dude who was who got shot like three times. He went and yeah. then fell over. <laughs> I, he actually died from a stroke and not from the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> he looked legitimately scared. Like, <laughs> so shit, I got to fall backwards oh. now. Oh. He's like, this is what you train for. This is your one stunt you get to do in this film. So, yeah, like, like Nathan kind of alluded, it's, it's like there's two warring gangs that team up and screw over their, their top dudes and it's after time they, for after they get After they get fucked up. Yeah, it's time for revenge. It's time for a training montage. It doesn't really go to a, a good training montage. It doesn't have the sick riffs you desire, but we'll get there. Sean Lau, in this montage, pulls himself up on some chains, uh, ostensibly doing pull-ups. Now, I know that he's not doing them because he's... He's able, let, he's able to let go of the chain. Yeah, he's rising yeah. <laughs> between like pulling himself up. Yeah. So, Sean Lau, do some weights. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves here, but I'll just say, for that scene, they should have just swapped him out with Bolo Young for then and he could have had the, the upper body. <laughs> they could have just had Bolo Young's chest and then and cut, to his, and cut to Sean's head every yeah. now and then. If you, that's all you're doing is pulling his head. Well, what's his name in this movie? Martin. Mar- well, yeah, so Martin. Sean Lau is Martin and um, uh, Leon Lai is Jack. Jack. Right. Can I touch on, um, I, I know we've done the plot and we're not going to go blow by blow, but I thought what we could do is talk about bits in the film bit, yeah. that have affected us. <laughs> and what has affected me in this film is the relationship between Jack and Martin, who are opposing triad hitmen. And yet they have this kind of friendly relationship. Homo- homoerotic Fl- sort of flirtatious relationship. What, what affected me is Leon Lai yelling, suck my dick. <laughs> They're both saying, suck my dick. You tell, you- and then they get together and share a bottle of wine. They're def- and they bang each other's, they bang cars together. <laughs> this is my problem. It's why I called it toxic masculinity, the film. It's like two guys who can't express their emotions 
in any other way except pissing on trees, <laughs> smashing each other's cars, and acting tough in front of each other. And spilling wine on each other. Yeah. Having wine parties. Yes. Like yeah. that scene of them in the bar where they meet and their girlfriends come and they're smashing glasses and drinking wine. It goes for like 15 minutes. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, now, 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 to be fair, all right, that was some of the best part of this movie. Yes. Every one of us was sitting here going, this is fucking awesome. Because it yeah. starts off, they're, they're on the phone telling, they've got this go between this poor old Asian guy and they're telling him these insults and they always say, you tell him this and if you don't, I'll kill you. And and you like, tell him this, if, I, if, you do, if you mess this up, I'll kill you. And he's going, in the end, he's, look, you two need to meet. So they both come around a corner in cars and play chicken with each other, hit each other three or four times with the car. Because neither of them will back down. <laughs> and then the cars won't start. So they get out, go into this, this bar and then doing these tricks with this coin about they've got a glass of wine each. So one guy throws a coin, smashes the glass. The other guy picks the coin up. He moves the glass to the other side, throws the coin and bounces off a wall, smashes the glass. It is just up and up and up. And it's, it's, it's great. In, it's incredible. But it's like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> it's, it's fucking going on. Well, it's really the only characterization and time that we get to see them interact with each other where, they're, where they can build any kind of camaraderie. They're trying to kill each other. Yeah, they're, they're building. You get the idea that they like each other. You know, in, in Pulp Fiction, when Samuel Jackson tries his big kahuna burger, the, the drink, Drinks a Sprite. Yeah. Like, totally irrelevant. You're like, what the fuck is going on? But it's, it's, it's great. My problem oh. is that it seems to me the message here is that it's more acceptable to die beside a guy. In and to blow him? A flo- yeah, yes, that's my point. I mean, yeah. maybe I would have put it a bit more elegantly than that. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's more acceptable. Johnny Toe is saying, if I'm friends with you, Nathan, it is more acceptable for us to shoot each other and get shot together than just give each other a hug. Or blow each other, as you said. Well, you no, mentioned. the reason I say blow each other is because that's what they're getting threat. They're, th- they're threatening each other that they're, you're going to blow me, I'm going to... You know, that, yeah, that's yeah. what they're talking to each other about over the between the go-between. But this is... You're going to suck this, my dick. This, they say it. This is something that's gone through in modern cinema, like John Wick 2 and 3. Um, when they crash into the... In the second one, they crash through the, the window of the, of the Continental Hotel. You can't fight on ground, so they have to stop and have a drink because they won't, they'll get shot. In the third one... Um, uh, Mark DeCoscos and, and, and um, Keanu Reeves, they have to sit down because they came onto the continental property. They have to stop. So this is not something that's, that, you know, is just this, this movie. It's happened in modern cinema as well. Yes. But it starts off that way. But towards the end, that's not what they're yelling at each other. What are they yelling at each other towards the end? No, they're not yelling at each other anymore towards the end. So that's well, they both they, got that's fucked how over. They started off, but then you know they progressed. They didn't just. Well, it takes one of them to die before the other guy's like, "Oh, actually, yeah, you're not bad." I mean, it didn't. It didn't. I didn't benefit anybody, of course. But and, and for context, like the the subtitles are accurate. That's some pretty hardcore swearing they're going on there. Right? Oh yeah, the the translation <laughs> of the swearing is completely. That's correct. the most swearing I've seen in one of these movies for a long time. Like, whoa, fucking hell, it's great. Normally, they don't translate it that bad, so, yeah. So, thematically, I, I thought this film was just kind of like a big dick measuring contest. <laughs> and and you know what? Part of me, like, the, the, the kind of like, you know, the, the guy who watches Predator and sees people arm wrestling in midair is like, fuck yeah, that's, that's the way I want to live Predator my life. The Predator handshake? Yeah, that's right. That, uh, if, I was, if I saw this when I was in high school... Absolutely, I'd be like, I would die for you, bro. We're gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna like cause a fight. And you know what? If you die, I'll die with you, bro. But having grown up, and I'm just like, I don't know if I subscribe to that. Anymore. You hear that, Nathan? 
Sam apparently he's, he's yeah. Apparently it's not bros, but before hoes with Sam anymore. Did you do you want some soy with your latte or what? You know, maybe it is the you know, maybe it's my soy coffees that I've been drinking. Look, all I'm saying is blows before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they could they they could have been if they were if they felt that way about each other they could have they could have gone that route I would have been all right with it. All they needed was a predator handshake or a fist bump or something. It would have been anyway. <laughs> anyway, that, that's my thing that I took away. I'd say if, he, if he's guilty of toxic masculinity, then so he's young and dangerous at the same time. Absolutely. Well, most films are. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, this was badasses being badasses. That's all there is to it. I don't know about that. I think they were trying to show that the world's a bit ableist. As well, let's get woke in this shit. In 98? <laughs> yeah, man. Man, he was in that wheelchair and he was climbing up them stairs. All I was thinking is, where's their ramps? <laughs> What's going on? Not in Hong Kong. Let's talk about his disability, shall we? Because <laughs> uh, Sean Lau's man does get his legs amputated because he was been shot in the legs quite a lot. Yeah. And he Everybody has gets shot a lot. Everybody's legs should have been amputated in this movie. Yeah, for some reason, it's only him that has been. That's Maybe affected. that's why they can take so many bullets. Is that they've already taken so many bullets that they've all had their organs removed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I love. The 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 fortune teller got both his ankles shot. Yeah. Nothing happens to him, but he gets shot in the leg a few times. I've oh, got to cut him off. That's it. Like, if it sounds like we're being like exaggerating, no, people get shot a lot in this movie. Like, if you think like Rambo and parries of like. Bullets flying and guys not falling down. It's like it's it's this movie. Yeah, this is literally the 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 opposite side of the mirror when it comes to because Western action movies, you fire a gun and you never have to reload. It's like infinite bullets. This one, you get to reload, but you get shot infinite times, and then you you know you just don't go down. It's is stupid. It's someone like, put the Konami code in, so you're gonna you know, <laughs> infinite bullets and infinite lives. Because it does, it, it undermines the gravity of the situation when you've got two leads who have taken, what, like 10, 12 bullets, right? At one yeah. point. And not, but not, not just them, though. Everybody in the movie does it. Yeah. So then when people do get shot, you kind of like it, it, you know. You don't know if it's actually going to do anything. No, that's right. Uh, and then later on, when they want to show, like, people's mortality, you almost don't believe it because you're like, hang on, he survived, like, 20 bullets. Yeah. So there's a bit where Martin uh, gets, sh- like, he goes up to, to kill the, his boss. He's like, he's trained. He's ready to do it. He's climbed up the stairs with no legs. He's sitting in a sniper's nest. He's ready to go, and he doesn't make the shot because he's a piece of shit. Um, and then, and then the bad, yeah, and then the bad guys start running up. You'd think he would have had that ready to go. He's supposed to be a super stone cold killer. Anyway, they run up, and he's trying to escape, and they shoot him, and he gets shot once. This is after he's been shot a lot, and this apparently kills him. Not immediately. Yeah, not immediately, but it still kills him. a while. He's not, yeah, it's he's like... Not, yeah. They, we, to the I, point later on when we see him later on in the wheelchair, we're like, is he alive? So the thing about this is, um, <laughs> like, I think they put the emphasis on it because it shows the bullet going through him. Yeah. I reckon that, that's... But every other shot, they just get shot and you either don't see a squib or you see, like, 70 squibs and they're still walking around. You know, I've got the use of my arm that's been shot 37 times. I can still fire. You know. so it might say some continuity errors with the bullets here. I don't know. I think it's just the fantastic world that... Of Johnny Toe. Yes. Johnny <laughs> You're so. just in it. People just die when they're supposed to die. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the message is that Johnny Toe is trying to convey in this film? Friendship. Friendship? Crime doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the China message. I don't know, man. I think that, that secondary offsider, I think he took over everything after it. You know, that, so there's that long-haired dude. The guy that told to get a haircut. Yeah, and, he's, and who the, he, the big boss said didn't do a very good job. 
And he's like, when when there's a call to the last final fight scene, he's like, yeah, fuck it, we're out. And so if half of the guys leave, I'm like, that guy's the smartest guy in the room. He's got enough guys to make a new gang. Yeah, that drugs are going to still come in. You know what? I reckon it does not pay to be a henchman in this film. Oh, it pays for that guy. They get... Well, that guy got beaten up, remember? He had a yeah, bottle whatever. smashed I can take his, a beating. <laughs> <laughs> you he think had that, bottle you smashed feel, over his head. Yeah, but he that, got, me, that mealy fucking... You, that guy's got no body weight, body strength. The leader, the guy who smashed him or beat him up, he, you just act like you're hurt. Yeah, well, that's what... <laughs> no, I mean, if your boss is a triad boss and he punches you... You act. You, you sell it. Oh, you'll you be like, man, you broke my arm. <laughs> Punches your leg like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to a hospital now. You're useless to me. I, I think and I'm good. Think you look I'm over good. your mate and go, wink. <laughs> and he carries you out. Yeah. But it's like they picked the most balding, uh, weedy looking, annoying bosses. Yeah, they have. For the bosses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They look like accountants. So that when they die, you really, really hate them. Yeah, they're a bunch of. Even when they were living, they would just look all skeevy and shit. I still don't really understand why Martin's boss sells him out. I understand the other guy because the other guy's been a piece of shit the whole time. Like, the other boss has been a piece of shit the whole time, but Martin's boss was just kind of like, eh. Well, hang on, hang on. When did Martin's boss sell him out? Because... When he sent un- the, the Hawaiian guy to... Yeah, because they were already... So, at the time... So, leading up until the point where uh, Leon Lai and Sean Lau get shot, they, well, they shoot the fuck out of each other, right? Mm-hmm. Up until that point, the two bosses were still against each other. Yeah. So, those two lead henchmen were doing their job. Yeah. They were trying to kill the other yeah, gang exactly. boss, right? After that, when the Thai general says to the two bosses, hey, kiss and make up, motherfuckers. Again, that friendship, Johnny Toe's friendship. Um, and then they say, okay, let's do this. They were under the belief that Leon Lai and Sean Lau were both dead. So I, I had understood that by any of those guys coming back would undermine that new relationship now. Cause Why? Because in, in the beginning, yeah. that's right. Because in the beginning... Um, God made the earth... <laughs> It's almost like the two there was like top, the of top henchmen are running the gang over the over the boss because they're like, no, no, we will go this way. He goes, oh, stop the car, and he's like, no, no, we're going to keep going. It's he's almost like they're taking over what the boss says. Like he got one one of the bosses is in. Um, there's a scene where he's taking a minivan full of women to meet Martin. Yeah, that's the only that's the only thing that he does though. Yeah, but when he arrives, all the women are gone. You know, it's like he's and the guy. You, you see the boss looking. Thinking, where's where's my girls? So it's like I think they sort of were hoping they were dead because they actually had a little bit more pull than they did. Yeah, that's right. Like they they, they consolidated their power as a trio, tri, trio, <laughs> duo, a duo. Speaking the English. Uh, so what go- you're saying is that they were they were getting wary of their uh, perceived power there. Well, they probably wouldn't accept the friendship and try to kill each other. That's all I don't I necessarily know if that's true, especially if I come back and I got no legs. Like I would, I think all she, all his, because he's getting pushed around by his partner at this point. She's looking after him. She's doing everything for him. Like if they just given him a fucking pension. Yeah, that's right. Just get some money and you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, bro, you done good. Here's, here's a little. Yeah, that's exactly what. Put you up a nice house. And <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you would expect. That's actually what you would expect from a crim family. Oh no, hush, mate. I think we just put a couple of bullets in them and they'd be done. Yeah. Was it more the that's, fact that's, that, that's like, generally like you're you're a cripple now? You're no good to us. Bang. I don't think that's how it works. I actually really don't. I, think I that. really think it is. That's I it. disagree. <laughs> no. Was it more that like his crack whore girlfriend was just pissing everybody off by just being really loud at a party? Yeah, they probably could have done it in a better way. I know. Well, they weren't really. She has conf- reason to be pissed off. Yeah, but they, they weren't really concerned about him. They just like they just threw him on the ground, took yeah. his wheels away. Like they were just more worried about her because she was making noise. 
The reason you do things like that, Christian, is because it's still an organization. So we want to save and, and guess what? A lot of people get shot and get hurt. And as soon as you throw them away, you have no organization left. Yeah, but the difference between getting shot and recovered back on your feet versus a cripple? Yeah, I'm, I'm still saying that, yeah. Because those people generally have some kind of retirement. I, I've never... Maybe Italian mafia? I wouldn't I put it to. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're yeah. gonna, they, here you have a fucking the nice house in the Chinese, the Italian mafia. I don't I think so. Italian mob, maybe, because they keep a secrets, but <laughs> no way the Chinese triads are Japanese. Like, huh? <laughs> emails to AsianActionCast.gmail.com if you know about your... I'm Chinese. Yeah, if anybody is a triad member of us, I don't know enough about the Chinese mafia to... Well, look... I would expect that um, in terms of loyalty, your boss's loyalty to you, there is none. You're there. You're a killer. You're a henchman. You're there to do a job, right? So, everybody who goes into a, uh, a job for their boss, they could die. Martin knew that. And, I mean, Martin's killed plenty of guys. Jack's killed plenty of guys. So, to go for his girlfriend to then go up to his boss afterwards and just go, look what happened to this guy. You need to pay him workers' comp. You're like... I think well, it's the timing of it at his uh, grand opening of his sleazy nightclub. Well, yeah. she would have done it on purpose, right? Yeah. 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 So well, you're saying if she booked an appointment, like, in the yes. Office, they would have, shot, they would have shot her quietly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then wheeled him out the back. You know, and I, they'd never established... The problem is they set this up as a tragedy, right? They set up... Johnny Toe sets up a long lead into why we should feel sorry for these pieces of shit. And I don't necessarily feel sorry for Martin. I feel sorry because he was so cool and he had a cool hat and a cool mustache. And then for whatever reason, he just got really... Well, he lost his legs. So, that's kind of sad. But his girlfriend, why is she hanging around? You know, like why does she care about him so much that she wants to hang around and stick his needle into his butt and give him like penicillin and shit? Love, man. It's like, is it? It's Sean butt in a movie. I guess. Well, she did say they've been together since she was like 17. So, I guess in that aspect... um, it would be the fact that, you know, that's all she's ever known. There, I mean, is a, there is a bit of that with like her, so Sean Lau's girlfriend telling uh, Leon Lai's girlfriend how to be a good girlfriend, essentially. A good mafia wife. <laughs> yeah. Can you, she's like, can, you, can we hang out? I need to know. And she's like, she's like you got to be there for him and blah, 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 blah. Stick with him even though he's had an affair and all that. Mm. That's right. Uh, yes. Stick with him and don't have an affair. No, stick with him even when he's had an affair. Yeah, but make sure make sure it. you've you've taken up space in his head so he hears your voice, yeah. giving him shit when he's doing it. That's incredible. That's so progressive of Johnny's. <laughs> it's all the loyalty thing, isn't it? Yeah. How far do you take loyalty? Should but we take a, a couple of minutes here to describe uh, Martin's attire, the cowboy hat. The cigar, the constantly in the mouth cigar. It's a half cigar almost. It's like he's always got a cigar. Never lit. Yeah, that's true, actually. Just There's no smoke it. coming out, is there? No, he's just chewing on it the whole time. I think he's one, two, or two steps away from wearing snakeskin pants. Yeah, he does wear like brown leather pants later on mm-hmm. when he's in getting like jabbed with a needle. He, he looks, looks hilarious. He looks amazing. I was going to say amazing. I'd, I'd dress like. He's like. It looks like Golgo crossed with um, Big Bullet. Um, who's the guy in Big Bullet? We were talking about him before. Anthony Wong? Yeah, he looks, yeah, like, yeah. He looks like... yeah. He's very flamboyant. Yeah. And just a bit of Shani, Sunny Sheba as well. I think he just looks like John Travolta from Saturday, Saturday Night Live with a cowboy hat, buckle and boots. Yeah. He looks like he'd be in uh, The Village People. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> I believed there was a scene opening, the opening scene where... So, first of all, 
Jack and his henchmen. I, I, I assume this is to establish their uh, alpha male positions where they go and piss on trees. That Jack goes to piss on a tree. I don't believe that Jack would piss on a tree. I believe Jack would go to... He probably wouldn't even piss at a urinal. Jack is a stall guy. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I believe that Sean Lau in his snakeskin boots, I think he's a peach of the tree pissing guy. I, I think that's... That shot was that also helped. Talks about the argument because that establishes he's the first one to do it, and all the henchmen follow. So I think that was set up to establish that why he's got such pull in the organization. When he does it, everybody else does it. When he's doing something, everybody else follows his lead. That's so funny. I, I'm just imagining now that my boss needs to go to the toilet. I'd be like, everybody piss now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm not ready to go. Okay, okay. Just give me a second. Oh. I don't need to go. Scott, yet. plant some palms. Oh shit. <laughs> On it. Yeah, Got to piss. But then, like, I mean, like, you're pissing on a tree. Everybody's just standing there pissing on trees. Don't you think that you'd be like, just use the toilet? There's a toilet inside. Well, the, Is there a toilet inside? The, the I, don't whole, know. Entire, I don't think there's a toilet in inside. The if the there is a toilet, it's going to be one of them squat ones. Yeah, a lot of this yeah, movie was filmed in Thailand. In Thailand. <laughs> I wonder if that's got a weird cultural thing, like. Pissing on trees in Thailand, like I don't know if there's some kind of. I, I'm not. I I'm not. They were pretty tall trees. I presume wrong. No, 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 like, like sewage and stuff. No, and like there's a toilet there's, system. They're happening. at a fortune teller's house. I don't know if there's some kind of weird. Yeah. Something we're missing there. There were actually there was the the funny gag with the fortune teller is that uh, both Jack and Martin have complete disregard for for this fortune teller. They don't. They believe he's a scammer, and the bosses go to the fortune teller, um, and Jack, opening up the the movie, Jack kind of says to the fortune teller, he's like. You're a fortune teller. You're going to get shot today? And the fortune teller goes... Yes. No, he says no first. And then Jack shoots him in the leg. He's like, I guess you're wrong. <laughs> and then later on, um, Sean Lau goes there and he's giggling away because he realizes that Jack's been there. And he says, are you going to get shot today? And the fortune teller goes, yes. <laughs> and he's like, yep, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Good gag. I don't believe in fortune tellers. I wonder if um, I mentioned this before. I don't think anybody's going to agree with me here, but whatever. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> don't you I disagree. Like, <laughs> Is that a fortune? Like in some Takeshi Miike films, people jump between Japanese and English, and they kind of do this in a few scenes as well. Like they're in Thailand, and the Thai general is kind of talking English, and then they're talking Cantonese and going back and forth. It's like I wonder if he's influenced in that kind of random style like i think it depends who you cast and their language ability maybe well i just thought it was like practically speaking they're in thailand and they've got they could have dubbed them over though no no but yeah but in the but in the in world logic in world logic is that thai general is not going to know cantonese but he is going to know english they should know english the fortune teller doesn't know english or cantonese but he has he has a tra- he has a translator. His translator yeah. knows Mandarin, so yeah. it's a bit confusing. Like, what what's going on? And, oh, yeah. they're translating. Okay. The most confusing is when the Thai general speaks English, phonetic English, and there's no subtitles. I'm like, oh, they forgot to subtitle this bit. <laughs> and the oh shit, he's speaking English. What's the book? It's he's hard reading? to hard to Lean figure out. Thinking, yeah. Lean thinking, and there was something like Asia or something. I can't remember. Production capacity. I saw something in the something book. Something strange like that. He's you know he's making sure that the drugs run on time. Yeah, <laughs> business. Yeah. World. He was very mildly dressed for a Thai general, though. Hot. Hey, no, but you know, like, he was just wearing like what a sarong, like Didn't a white, like a safari suit. Yeah, yeah, but not like a general. You know, no, like no, he's just chilling. He's on his day off. Not even aviator glasses or anything. I don't need my generals to look like Idi Amin. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to think of. Everybody uh, in the gangs that rocks up in Thailand is sweating to death or getting rained on. Yeah, because it's hot, it's wet. So. 
we've kind of hit the most of the major points in this movie. There's a couple of just fight sequences or shooting sequences I think we should get to. Um, probably the first one that's worth talking about is the ones where they ambush the car and there's a severed head involved and someone's got a laser sight on them, but it's he doesn't very, give a fuck. Very dark. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't give a fuck? Sean Lau don't give a fuck. No, it's the other guy who doesn't give a fuck. Leon Lai. Oh, Sean, the fact Sean that he's Lau, got Lau, the, oh, so cool. Yeah, because he's got the laser dot on his, yeah, on Sean, his head. Yeah, Sean, yeah, he's got he he's the one with the laser pointer like at him. Angles, man, angles. Listeners, you might wondering if uh, be wondering if, if Nathan might have missed a bit here and there. I was watching Nathan. He was watching a video of someone doing a backflip on his phone. Are, are you reading, <laughs> reading Facebook or something? I was looking at Reddit. <laughs> Multitasking. Ooh, backflip. Yeah, man. I, uh, I also saw a dog with a puffy tail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's, uh, one of the scenes I think was pretty poignant for me was um, he, uh, Martin goes up to the, he d- does his training montage, goes up the top of this building, crawls up the stairs, sets up his, because he puts his little cart down the bottom of this thing sets up so in case he falls down got all the bread he's got yeah he's got bread rolls he's waiting there and he waits there all night in the morning for the boss to come back to this hotel club wherever he is to snipe him take and he goes to take the shot and it's just the best shot because it hits this fucking signpost and misses the general so it's like oh and they all come after him he gets shot and he walks away the thing is he doesn't walk motherfucker can't walk he rolls away (laughs) Um, Lieutenant Dan. And we're all sitting there like he's got this little cart with an aerial and thing. We're all waiting for some James Bond hidden missile stuff, but it never happens. But the thing is, after that, he gets it, goes to the bar, gets a drink, and goes back to that and waits there. And then the scene is he's sitting there. The boss comes through. He never shoots, and all the flies are all over him because he's dead. And I think that's a really cool scene because like it just gets there and says. Oh shit! We're gonna actually do something with this. Because he got shot one. climbing down the rope, right? And yeah. You see the bullet go through his chest. Yeah. Or f- through his back, sorry. And then you see a lady. You see him in the bar drinking, like you said, and he, he looks fine. He's like, oh, he's he looks a bit sweaty. No, he looks pale. His mouth sweaty. is already pale and everything. I, I I agree, Christian. It's a very uh, evocative kind of setting, right? You've got like a dead character. He's there, and he's still pointing this gun. And I think what's ruined movies using corpses as characters is Weekend at Bernie's because every time there's a corpse that gets like used or reanimated I can't help but think of Weekend at Bernie's well the, the thing about that is the next well the next couple of scenes um, the, when the big showdown happens he's got he's got Martin back in his wheelchair he's got two guns in his hands he's obviously dead he's dressed up in his finest cowboy attire <laughs> and the thing is it just takes away from that poignant you know because yeah. he he's Weekend he is he's he just used him as, a, as a prop and the funny thing is like um, he in the gunfight that happens, his his wheelchair's brake gets left off. He's rolling around, and every time he goes over a bump, he shoots his guns, and he's spinning around in circles at one stage. And it's just like I don't even know how that's happening because it's not a it's not an electric wheelchair. It's a regular wheelchair. I do not know how that motherfucker spins. So he's like, it's just it's so funny because you had this really poignant death. And we're all sitting there. Holy shit, is he dead? No, he's just got. Is he? Yeah, he is dead. And the next thing you know, he's like flipping around and spinning around. He's like. Like an RC car that's, you know, two people are trying to control at the same time. I think time. maybe Hollywood uh, movie magic has got us thinking like they're going to turn around and shoot him and all of a sudden a sheet comes from behind him and he's standing in front of like some bread barrels and it's going to blow the whole I thought they would have rigged him to explode. Yeah, like he's standing on a rocket or something like that. But uh, but no, he just rolls around. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. That would have been the way to go. Although I will say that the last... Just before um, uh, everyone dies, he goes to, to kill the, the, the boss. He does put the gun. Uh, Jack puts the gun in Martin's hand, 
to kill the boss so they have one last shot he fires a gun kills the boss and then he collapses like a symbolic hey bro we did it we, we did, did it, it together we shot him together yeah yeah because death's easier than hugs or blowjobs <laughs> or fist bumps or fist bumps blow bumps and blow. like it, like everybody dies right so why not have them blow up the whole fucking building in a rocket or something yeah, oh well we, the other guys got away like the, that the, wasn't in the budget yeah well, they didn't get away. They literally were like, we ain't going to help you, boss. We are. Because we see how we treat our underlings. Really? <laughs> yeah. Saying he was offering like, better benefits. And- well, he's got, he gets to be the boss see, now. That, that All the there, other bosses are done. That there is why I, think, I believe that he wouldn't get any benefits because <laughs> you, you're like sitting there, well, here, look after him, loyalty. The guy smashed a wine bottle and kicked him a few times. That's not loyalty. Yeah. It was a bit rough. Would you and, say that- and that's why you get left behind. That's why it's important. <laughs> I, starting this movie, actually, when I saw that it was a Johnny Toe film and it starts with this, like, the music is terrible. A lot of sukiyaki and a lot oh, of, like... Oh, it's reworks of that constantly. That's what it is, mostly. Sad sometimes thing. it works and sometimes it doesn't. It mostly doesn't. Mm. Never uh, it rousing. It needed, like, a couple of guitar stings. Where was or- the synth? Yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was a little bit of synth during that weird bit where they're in the blue and red, like, neon HDR Doom room at the end. <laughs> I think like when we first started watching it, you, both you and me, Nathan, we said, is this an action film? And you know, having seen it, action is actually quite consistent throughout. Yeah. But because of the music that... that it just, really undercuts the whole thing. Yeah. Because um, like, most of it, it's all gunfighting action. Mostly. I, I think what also undercuts it is the fact that you've got this bad music coupled with like these Terminators that are just getting shot and shot and shot yeah, and shot. Yeah, not, it's not very... Well, there's a lot of gunplay. It's not very fancy. I wonder if that was meant to be done on purpose. Like, we've got this dreary music while there's ultra violence is happening. Maybe they didn't pick the right song. I think it's on purpose, though, because mm. I feel like, like, I'd say Throwdown, for example, you're basically living in a nightclub, so all the music's just the nightclub version. So you've got the, the funny, you know, cover band. Casio keyboard ver- version of it? Doing their versions of it. Yeah. So deliberately, I mean, you've got a guy in a cowboy hat, so it's going to sound cheesy, right? <laughs> I actually do there. think a lot of people's relatives were in this movie. Like, were yours there? <laughs> well, maybe. I, I do think <laughs> I, 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 I... There was a rumour that I was adopted somewhere along the line, so... I, I, I can confirm that. Do you know this? Um, the scenes where they're gunfighting and they've got Sukiyaki playing in the background kept reminding me of Face Off when they've got Somewhere Over the Rainbow... Playing Maybe over. they're going for that kind of thing and it just didn't really work out. No. It doesn't help when you have a like a karaoke version of it. It just Yeah. But the gunfighting itself I thought was okay. It was okay. It was okay. So to, the, to go I back guess to the, the other scene, sorry to cut yeah. you off. Like there was another shooting scene. They're in the hotel and there's like a wall between them and they're shooting at each other, uh, Martin and Jack. And occasionally you see that go through the bullet holes, like you see through the, the wall and there's a light coming through it. Really cool stuff. Like that's Johnny Toe to me is those kind of arty Very good yeah, like good angles i mm. suppose yeah like perspective there's a lot of stuff that where he, where he puts a gun up to somebody's face and, and the, see, yeah yeah through the <laughs> shit like that through the barrel of the gun i like yeah. that scene that ho- I, I was wa- i was totally convinced the hotel was going to explode and oh didn't though. yeah no but it did essentially fall apart because they shot all the way through it yeah but i was waiting for an explosion i mean i did like the the scene where it was like in the room the they just kept shooting the mattress and the pillows until it turned like a Feather giant yeah. pillow fight <laughs> yeah it looked to me like a gallery installation it did it, it, had, it uh, didn't look like a, it's he said it was his yeah. house or yeah. his room because it was like a, a sheet hanging down with photos of him right yeah just projections of his 
face on there. Yeah, it didn't like, look like a real place. I thought it was wonderful. I was <laughs> no, it was good. It was it was interesting to look at. But it was like it, David Lynch directed yeah. that. First yeah, thing. it was like, oh, we've got this studio space. Uh, Actually, you know who, whose apartment that reminded me of? It'd be something Zap Brannigan would do. Just five videos of himself. Yeah, <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be way more velour. <laughs> and then the well, they fact, can't afford it in Thailand. The so. fact they needed a mattress uh, sponsor yeah. for that scene also in the credits is King hilarious. Coil? Something like that. I was like, that's King great. Coil mattresses. <laughs> Feathers flying. What else do we have? So we had the, the the one with the cars. We had the one at that hotel. We've got to mention the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. We cannot do this podcast without Uncredited. Him. I assume he's uh, Samoan or um, Hawaiian. Oh, just, a big, just, just a big Thai, Thai guy, guy maybe. A Thai or Filipino. He's in the movie for a fair amount of time. Big chunky guy, uh, Hawaiian shirt. Uh, Sells his death unlike everybody else. <laughs> Does well, who, a good who's, job. Who's the longest death scene? Him and Lumsuit. Uh, Lumsuit was the longest death scene. Because he had to turn around, turn around, turn his head around to shoot. Who's in slow motion though? Yeah. 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 What were you saying, Nathan, about... Uh... Oh, there's a, bit where, there's a bit where one of them's entering the bar and he's walking past other people and everybody else looks like they're moving normal speed, but it looks like he's moving in slow motion. <laughs> I wonder how they did that. I bet you they just got him to move slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just how Sean Lau walks. He walks slowly. You want to see People me. like that walk on the plane. Like, get move, the fuck out of the way. Just move at half speed, Rachel. You'll always look cooler. He's the guy <laughs> that looks at videos of himself at his own house. Yeah. That, <laughs> he just assumes everybody that, wants to see him. the replay later. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I might actually try that one day. It's just like walk a little bit slower and just go, yeah, people watching me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to so, have a hat. I'm so fucking cool. Yeah, enjoy it. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You know what would be cool if you did that and, feel, and like put a camera and just... Hidden, so you could film people's replies. Like, get the fuck out of the. <laughs> what are you doing? Move, just dickhead. Put it- fuck Muay Thai. No, that's <laughs> why. Muay Thai. That's why you have a little camera in the hat. <laughs> yeah, I want like, like Homer when he's trying to. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm glad someone got it. I have to say the uh, the fight scenes leading up to the finale were I thought were better than the actual finale. Yeah, the finale was kind of boring. Oh, I love the finale. Did you? Glass and shit exploding. It was literally shooting glass. That that's that he. Is how we're going to shoot this film tonight, boys. Shoot all the glass in the club and then no, no, fall down. No, no, you're missing a very important bit. The five minutes while they're all really close together in the the room where the where the light goes from incredibly red to incredibly blue, and then back to incredibly red, and no one can see shit. <laughs> Super saturation. My cones. <laughs> there's a there's a. I'm blue. My rods. There's a couple of scenes, and I'm sure it's done on purpose, where it's like. It's silent for a few seconds, like dead silent. And yeah, like, weird. And door, <laughs> ah, scary. I thought maybe that's because it just been shot so that that the ring you couldn't in the hear going, anything. Mm. But it I was, think it's to make it scary when they open the door. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't we put in this movie? Jump scares. Be, uh. very, be very, very quiet. <laughs> Anytime anything like that happens in a movie that I'm watching at home, I just assume that it's got something to do with my 5.1 sound, <laughs> sound system. <laughs> I mean, you flexing. This is not five point seven point two nowadays, motherfucker. No, no, it's not here, but it yeah. is five point. It's it said yeah, five point one mix. So, so you're just missing a that. fucking whole channel somewhere. Uh, <laughs> were you saying though that it was weird? Some of the audio had like ambient environmental audio, because and some didn't. Yeah, it was like parts when they were talking in the bar when they were. Doing you could the, hear other people a lot. The wine glass thing, and then Yoon Bun would be talking, and then there's no background noise. Then Sean now talking. There's no background noise. Yeah, and then back I, to I, the yeah. online is like background noise. Or they're in the driving in the tunnel and they deliberately like left the window open or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like weird little uh, touches like that. Realism. Yeah, but it's hard yeah. to tell if they were like if they were doing it on purpose. 
or if they it fucked was up. I yeah mean, if you, they want, fucked you it watch up. A, a normal movie and you won't get any of that so when you hear it it's just really strange i like um sometimes when they do a, a um a cut and they maintain the audio from the previous footage and it goes into the next cut yeah i, I like that sometimes that's kind of cool too not that I noticed that in, in this film, but <laughs> but Johnny Toe, I mean, like, uh, where, where's he from? Is he Hong Kong or yeah. he's Hong Kong? So, I think he's probably doing shit that nobody else is doing, right? Pretty um, much. Is he, like, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I'm going to have to show that I have a massive blind spot for anything that's Asian that's not action. Because there's a lot of Hong Kong cinema that's not well, you've heard of action. Like, you've heard of like Wong Kar Wai. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, 20, 40, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I've got that and I've got a couple of other things, but there's interesting things going on. In terms of that action aren't movies. action films, yeah. I guess uh, it yeah. might sound drab, but maybe he's a Quentin Tarantino-esque type figure over there. I don't know. Yeah, no. Is he really popular? Well, stuff he's a, a sleaze. This is annoying. Yeah. No, I'm not. There's a, a foot fetish going on, you know? Huh? No. <laughs> How big is he? Like in in Hong Kong, Johnny Toe, I as think a director. He's important. Yeah. I was going to say I was watching the Mirror concert. In Hong Kong. No, I was watching it. But it's like a boy group. And then it's a big deal that Johnny Toe turned up to their concert. Yeah, right. Okay, so he's quite well regarded then. I guess so, yeah. Or not- noted. Perhaps a cult? Cult guy? I don't think it's cult no? guy. I think he's big, big He'd be respected. a step above, um, um, what's his name? The, the horror guy who done Devil's Rejects. Rob, Rob Zombie. Zombie. Rob Zombie. So he'd be, he wouldn't be Rob <laughs> Zombie. I can, I can see that. Oh, let's let's not, not try and fit not, people in that. We're just talking out of our sh- fucking asses. <laughs> What's, um, what, is this height of Johnny Toe, 98? Huh? Is this height of Johnny Toe in 98? No, he's about election. 187. <laughs> 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 <Snap>. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's what you get for being a traitor, man. <laughs> I don't before. know his height of, but I mean, there's a whole a bunch of election <laughs> movies to come height. and stuff like that, and drug war. I don't know. Yeah, okay. It's not important. Well, this is... Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's something you did. All right. This is... Is there <laughs> anything a, else that happens in this movie. film? It's a good movie. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I actually... The, the I two girlfriends. It. We've got to talk about the they're two They're kind girlfriends. of important characters. Yeah, oh. I, think, I think they're actually very important um, because they're both the selfless people in this, in this movie. Because at first, the... Martin's girlfriend is like this. She comes across as this party girl slash crack whore, looking just you know. She's she's if they've been together that long, she's been living that thug life just like he has for however long. Yeah, she she's definitely like um, a gangster. At wife. first, I thought she was going to be like this. Um, you know, he's he's with her because uh, she's with him because he's got the money, he's got the lifestyle, he's got the respect. No, but she sticks with him. Yeah, but and then you have. Um, Johnny's one who is um, uh, Yo-Yo Mung. Yeah, yeah. Who, who they've only been done for, in the uh, just over a year, and they're two. And she's actually asking, like um, Martin's girlfriend, how do you, you know, how do you become a good woman? You know, like how do you do this? Because I'm not really sure. We've only been together for a year. You know, asking, and she's like, you know what? We can't be friends because you know they're going to kill each other. Or something. Yeah, pretty much. And then later on down the track, um, she completely surprises me because she not only looks after. Martin, who when he gets his leg amputated, she goes above and beyond. Um, you know, does escort work, etc., so to get money to take him back to Thailand. Steals the drugs. Yeah, steals drugs. Does all this stuff back for to him. Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah get to back from home. Thailand. But the um, I don't like the fact that they fridge her. But apart from that, I thought it was good. They, they fridge both the women in this, really. I don't know what happens with the other one. Well, Fiona Leung is Martin's missus, mm-hmm. and she plays Fiona in this film as well. Yo-Yo Mung is Jack's missus and she gets... Sorry, Jack, I said Johnny. Uh, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny Toe. Um, 
and, and Jack essentially, because he's out of it, he gets pushed into a uh, like a morgue, like a fridge. Because yeah, the fridge. the Hawaii, <laughs> he gets the Hawaiian shirt guy and his um his star- his starving offsider come along, and um they they try to to kill uh, um what's his name Jack. Jack. I just said that, didn't I? Jack. And um, she saves him by... It's so funny. She just wheels him past them, like straight out, um, and then goes to a morgue, throws him in a um, in one of the... Uh, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, it's like a... It's a party drawer. pie warmer. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Party it's pie a, freezer. <laughs> party pie freezer. And then and what they do is they pour like... Gasoline underneath the... And they light it up. You assume she's dead from it. Yeah, we yeah. Assume, but she's actually just horrifically burned. And you see that later on like, and there's a scene where um, in the house these, these girls are coming after um, and he's like they walk Leon in there Lai. and she freaks out. She's all covered in bandages. She's got like, you know, Play-Doh and putty all over her face. Yeah, it looks... It looks bad I in both okay ways. I thought at the start, and after a while, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty bad." And then, like, so he's he's looking after her because, like, he's like, "Well, you saved my life." It's like a good guy, Leon Lai. What a good guy! Yeah, yeah. he takes her to the top, top of a hill, and she's like talking, like, like uh, it's the it's end. ironic that she's got like this mask on her face, but it's like a COVID mask, but like for a burn victim, it's really probably because her up. lips are all melty. And See, uh, when, when when we saw Leon Lai working in the ice factory, which, like, I don't know, nod to Big Boss, whatever, I was like. Because he looks, he's recovered from his. He has not a scratch on him. Yeah. I was like, has he not a scar? I thought maybe they were kind of go for some weird story. Like, has he got amnesia? Doesn't know what's going on. He's working in this place, and he's like, oh no, he's working to support his lady friend. And she, um, and they go at the top of this hill. She's talking about how she, you know, wants this sunset to last forever, and she goes, basically says, look, off me now. I'm, you know, I want this. To, I don't want to see another day. And you never actually see what happens and you just see him sort of walk. But he goes off for his final confrontation, so he probably put a bullet in the back of her head. All right, so like round table here right now. She's there at the top of the hill. Did he A, push her down the hill? <laughs> B, put a bullet in her head? Or C, just leave her there? I think he put a bullet in her head. He's that kind of guy. I think he... A um, would have been funnier. <laughs> a would have been funnier, Whee! but I would have wanted to see it. But it wouldn't have killed her. It might have. She's, she's really p- tough enough. No, no, <laughs> she's covered in burns, man. As soon as she gets some dirt in those wounds, she's going to be fucking. Uh, I dead. reckon he probably Septus smothered her. Set in him sli- very quick. Smothered her in his sleep, in her sleep or something like that. Otherwise, she'd be disfigured and in horrible pain, just at the bottom of a hill. Yeah, that's why I think bu- bullet. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't have a gun. So. Yeah, he had guns all over the place, yeah, yeah. all the time. I, I don't think. I don't think he had one. Look at the macabre talk. <laughs> he strangled her with her own bandages. Oh, oh, oh that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. Hold your breath. He flicked a coin at her. <laughs> oh. She just shattered. Oh. So at yeah. So then there's the final sequence, and I think we've done pretty much all the fights in the movie. And yeah, it's, it is literally one of those films where just about everybody dies except Young Bung. Yoon Bun. Is what I just said. The young old, bun he's, old bun. he's an old bun. He's an old bun. And, uh, he's still running friend. his bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, for me, watching this movie is like, what the fuck? And like, like I said at the start, the longer I watched it, the more it made sense, which obviously no. There's but, a scene where you- It's uh, a very simple plot. Young, know, young Bomb puts a, a, a fax in the, in the window and it says, I'm not coming back. And we thought it was like, oh, he's going to shut the bar down. But it's actually- It's messages between the two of them. Yeah. It's John- uh, See, these guys can't communicate. Always need a go between. They can't talk. And it's faxing, so you know, like that's that good. It's ninety eight. Ninety eight. Symbolic. Guys just need to learn how to talk to each other. Yeah. Just open up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just fist bump me. <laughs> so um stunt that would have hurt the most. Let's go with that one first. 
a stunt that would. There's have not a lot of most. bad stunts in this. Oh, what about the guy who like got shot and then like was shaking all over the floor? <laughs> the Hawaiian shirt guy. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look like he was falling on any mattress. No, yeah. they were in some pretty torrential rain, and then the lightning hit the mountain. So I was like, oh, that's kind of scary to me. <laughs> Must be. Is a that a stunt? Shot? Probably yeah. falling through the roof. Yeah. That, yeah, there's a couple of falling the, through through the roofs during the hotel fight scene. In the hotel fight scene, all the all Martin's crew except for Martin are on the roof, and then like so they're shooting up through the roof, and all these guys are just falling down through the through the roof. It's like I'm sure that roof would be able to hold their yeah, weight. That would, that would be that would suck. Wine bottle to the face. Sorry. I was, I was, <laughs> oh, sorry, I was that, about yeah. nightclub just throwing yourself over those uh, bar stool tables mm. constantly. With all that. Sugar yeah. glass. Yeah. Yeah. Considering the stuff we watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, maybe, may, uh, well, I'll give the stuntman one. The the cars crashing into each other. Oh, oh, fuck. yeah. Actually, that's probably the worst that would one. Hurt a yeah. lot. What about the guy getting smacked with a cane by the fortune teller? No, that yeah. guy's not. That guy doesn't he have any wrist power. <laughs> it's like getting smacked. Nah, it's like getting smacked by the with most a ruler. Uncoat looking. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, be like your nothing. son hitting you with a nerf sword. It'd be really fucking annoying though. Yeah, just stop it. Because you just want to slap the guy, be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what, what's the other criteria? The stunt you'd like to do the most? Uh, do do this at home. Sorry, yes, I'm. Do do. Is there anything? And not necessarily a stunt. Is there anything in the film that you would drink like some fancy to do? wine? Yeah, <laughs> but like in a, in a shitty way with your mate, like yeah. just knocking over your glass. Yeah, yeah, just fucking around. Yeah, just but, be so rich that it doesn't matter. Esoteric coin flips. <laughs> just flipping that coin. Heads up. If you flicked the coin like he did, you'd like really injure someone. You know what? That yeah. was just that was a crickets and eagle montage right there. Was it, a, was it a Greek coin that kept flipping around? It looked but like it had, a Greek, but it had no actual significance in the story, which is like weird. No, that yeah, I I didn't even notice what was on the yeah, coin. Yeah, I kept looking at it. I was like, is it a, a US like a penny or whatever? It could have been. It could have been Latin. Like Greek, but it didn't. It looked too big to be a an American coin of any yeah, kind. Because I thought, why? What was the significance if you keep sort of because it was real thick? The shot, yeah. a shiny copper penny, like a Hong Kong one or something. I don't know. Put it in your fuse box. It'll work great. I think the one thing I would like to take away, I would like to do in this film, is look as cool as Sean did, with no oh. legs in a wheelchair, with a cowboy hat, two guns in hand, while I'm dead. Than I am or ever going to be when I'm alive. Yeah. He looked pretty slick, didn't he? Yeah, some of the best acting he's done. <laughs> now just sit there and shut the fuck up. Rachel? Was there was there a thing that yeah you talk about coins? What's the yeah. thing you want to do? The coins. Yell Look at, after your man and get good. Yell at an old man and swearing. Yeah. You want to oh, swear yeah. at an old man? Tell the old man to. We're swear all old it. men here. We just swear <laughs> at us. Go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, she wants to do that in the library. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know whether it's like, it's just ingrained in me. I, just the thought of yelling at an old person. I'm just kind of like... Telling him to do all, to say all the worst swears. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do it, man. You could probably do it at, at the library if you I did it in, 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 in Cantonese. Just do it in ma- Mandarin. You've met my mum, right? She, she just does it. <laughs> yeah. guy. I don't know, most people do. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Would you please kindly go fuck yourself? <laughs> Have you sanitized your hands, motherfucker? <laughs> Have you signed in? <laughs> Have you scanned? Let's do that. Take your vaccination. What do you mean you don't own a phone? <laughs> well, we've got pen and paper, bitch. Get to work. Um, I don't know what I would do. I would like two guns to shoot things with. <laughs> two guns. I've always wanted to... Because I think... You know, if you're next president, I'm giving you two Nerf guns now. Two Nerf guns. <laughs> and a cowboy hat. <laughs> Oh, I'd, I'd fucking love a cowboy. Actually, yeah, wear a 10-gallon hat. 
Yeah, what really pissed me off was that Leon Lai is not Chow Yun-Fat and <laughs> he's shooting two guns. He's got this blank expression on his face. Or it's Andy just, Lau. Uh, or, or Andy Lau. Uh, well, at least Andy Lau flicks his jacket behind him like the Joker and just dances down the street. <laughs> like the you know? I was just going to hijack your comment and say I love Leon Lai's dead expression when he dies. He's got that dead... It's like not stare. much changed. It's yeah. the same expression he has throughout the film. Every time he dies in any movie, it's like that same dead expression. <laughs> Yeah, this is my career. I love this because the vision of that future army. You've got to emote more. That's the second podcast you've used that. Good job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Christian has a shut has up a, and take my money. The, the older Christian gets, the the more compact and like specific his references get. And at some point, hey. there'll just be one ongoing. Me and you have had two Simpsons references in the episode alone, so that's. Ah no no no. And then I will constantly not get it, so I'll just sit here and all you. <laughs> at some at some point though. It'll be a singularity of jokes. It'll just be the one Earth uh, Simpsons. This one Earth uh, Simpsons Futurama joke. Is it going to be dental plan? Lisa needs braces for twenty minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lisa like, needs braces. Dental plan. Hey, Chris, right. what do you think, Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> <laughs> we need to do Dolph Lundgren. There's an Asian film with him in it. There somewhere. I damn it. So Rachel, yes. thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Uh definite thumbs up. Christian, I picked it. You know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this this is this is um this belongs in the eighties. Um, it's great. The eighties. It's the nineties. Yeah, I know it's the nineties, but this this is an eighties action film shot in nineteen ninety eight. That's fair. Sam, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. You put you put a ten gallon hat on anyone. <laughs> thumbs up for me. I'm gonna go one thumb up. Because you were checking the phone with the other thumb. Yeah. Was, it's, it, no, no, because I, I was more into, when he when he died and was covered in bit and covered in flies. I was like, mm, that's pretty good. <laughs> and and I was kind of I kind of dug the the nightclub fight and it sort of brought me back. But I didn't find anyone like I didn't find they really wanted to push that the. They really wanted to push Jack as like a hero guy. He has no charisma. That guy was a fucking chore to watch. So you need to pick somebody else. Yeah, they, if they put the someone okay, else. Okay. Question. Yeah. If you had to pick one of... You can only choose from the four kings. I don't know who they are. Leon Lai, mm-hmm. uh, Andy Lau, Ikan Cheng, and who's the other guy? Not Jackie Chu. Aaron Kwok. Aaron Kwok. Do you know who they are? I know... Aaron Kwok was Ryu in Future Cops. <laughs> I know two of the uh, yeah, I know two of the four. Yeah, um, Andy Lau because you know Andy Lau. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because I know him. Uh, and, and he's you... never offended me like this guy. You know what I find ironic is I, I've grown up coming up watching eighty dumb eighties action movies with Dolph Lundgren, John Claude Van Damme, all the action heroes. Yeah, we all have. And, yeah. and one yeah. of the things about, one of the things about this stupid movie I'm complaining about is lack of plot development. None of those movies I watched had any, shoot as many people as they can, get my daughter back, get my get my yeah. wife back. Yeah, yeah. This one was just like just a little bit, just a little bit of explanation, you know. Yeah, it's uh, It's a thumbs up from me and uh, two things. Um, it took you about 12 seconds to go, is there actually this movie? When we started watching. <laughs> I know. And you know why I said that? I said that because of the music. I fair. said that because of the music. I, I went, we're in Thailand. We're in the middle of nowhere. Something's going to blow up. No, but it didn't. No, no, it didn't, it didn't but, start there. It didn't start there. Uh-huh. It started at the bar. And That's it was like, it was like the, the, the song that they play for the whole movie, looking at the bar things, like looking at the, the bottles on the, on the wall and someone... Like what was that joke? You said you want some um, Jack Dan- Jason Jack Daniels or the guy's name was in the, the bottle. All the names were on the bottles. Oh, so yeah. so Jack, there was a bottle Jack. of Jack. So it was like Jack and Cola, and then there was a Gary Lee. I was like, I have a Gary Lee and Cola. Yeah, 
And I had some other joke I was going to make about Christian. I forgot it. Sorry. That's ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up for me. Not a bad film. Yeah, not bad. It's Switch not your a mind bong, bong, bong film, but... <laughs> it's uh, unique. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's unique. Well, I don't know, because we saw... What was that? The um... You saw Full Time Killer. Yeah, Full Time... It's very similar to Full Time Killer, I found. They spend a good 15 minutes flicking coins at glasses. Yeah. It's unique. That is unique. And it's, it's the interplay between them, which is what I really appreciate about this film. It's like they're, they're both trying to out-cool each other. But, but One uh, of them got so cool that they just lost all of their heartbeat. Yeah, you died. <laughs> I honestly wish the whole movie was just them trying to top each other. That would have been like a great... Well, that, that's um, Dead or Alive. That's that movie there, right? Where they're pulling out the fucking bazookas and blowing that's the water up. That's not Dead or Alive. That's you Dead or Alive 3, is No, that's not what that movie's about at all. Not the... the, the the fighting movie. Like. No, I know. I've Dead or Alive. I watched it like Isn't Dead a or Alive month and a half 3 the ago. one they blow right. up the world? I watched all three of them a month and a half ago. It's not what? them just topping each other. It's uh, not it's, about that at all. The end is. Eh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I can't comment. I don't know. Well, that, that's what we have to watch next. <laughs> to settle this argument now. Yes. Stay tuned for Dead or Alive to 3. To settle more arguments, you can get in touch with us. <laughs> we, yeah, you can. We'll do Dead or Alive. Fuck it. That's on, on the thing now. Yes, at some point <laughs> someone does a Hadouken. Wait, <laughs> I love how our podcasts are mostly about talking about other films that we're going to do. Well, in this case, the, what, what plot did we have to go over? Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Mm. I like that we didn't have to have a plot correspondent. Yeah. He had to go, <laughs> he had to go yeah. home. To leave. I hope his kid's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you listen to Mike and you're probably not, kick <laughs> Mike, if you're listening, you want to get in touch with us, <laughs> Asian Ashley Cast at Gmail. Have we had any um, Instagram? No. Uh, uh, probably <laughs> No we we get You know what I don't always remember The messages But uh, the last I think podcast That went up Was uh, Peacock The Peacock Prince mm. um, Yeah King. quite a lot of people You get good comments On some of those Facebook groups Yeah they are There's some people Who actually like and, and you know what it is There's a lot of people They love it They love Asian action films From different perspectives Like you know Somebody will be like I remember when I was a kid And I saw this in the cinema Or I remember I saw The advertisements for this In the magazine Uh, And somebody else will be like Oh yeah Like I'm from Japan And did you know that The Japanese dub Actually The Peacock Prince Was not Yoon Byu It was the other guy So stuff like that I find really interesting Oh we need to Quickly before we go One thing When um, Jack Martin Who's the guy with the cowboy hat? Martin. Uh, Martin. When Jack is in Thailand working to help his uh, burnt lady friend, he sees a photo of Jack in no, the magazine. Jack. That's Jack. He's ben- the one with the bent he, lady He sees friend. a cowboy hat guy yeah. in the magazine at the magazine stand. And we're just, that was Gangster's Monthly. Or no, no, no. There's actually a name on it. It was like un- yeah, un- yeah, Unusual Monthly. <laughs> it's like, this guy's got no legs. Whoa. No. But, yeah. uh, but no, there's a, there's a history. That it's not unknown for them to have like essentially like underground news like actual printed newspapers and magazines like where they crush on like figures underworld figures which is weird they're gonna fill those goss mags somehow mm. well people buying it yep yeah so if you've got a suggestion or if you think we've got it completely wrong or completely right get in touch uh, we're on Facebook Twitter uh, Instagram AsianActionCastAtGmail.com we'd love to hear what you think and uh, if you're gonna do a review and you're gonna be negative does anyone actually be funny. give us a review? Come on, I'm waiting for a review. Who's Some, people review somebody us? Somebody review us. I don't know. Listen, I, I, what I love, what I love is we could review ourselves, but we haven't. Sam has. Speak for yourself. I've reviewed us as many times as I can, which is just the once. <laughs> you don't have to give us five stars, but if you're going to give us less than like three, I'll just give us. A just remember, be I fun. play a truly a unhealthy amount of Xbox, so I have a lot of free time. If you want to go there, I'm ready to go. Christian's ready to get banned again. <laughs> 
We got free t-shirts to give away. Chris Bye. Chris Ray to spam again. Thanks for listening, though. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Oh, by the way, if anyone's listening and you go and do a Google search on a hero never dies, they've got a cast list. If you look up the cast member for Mr. Shi Kuan Yen, who plays Mr. Yam, you will maybe notice that that is not Mr. Shi Kuan Yang. That is a very Wong Fei Hong looking Jet Li. <laughs> Oops. So, thank you, Google. There's your trivia. There's your trivia. Bye. Bye. Yeah.